Hey everybody, it's Fallon Griffey, and I'm going to tell you a few topics on the views of technology and mass media and education in our world, and just say a few things how I feel about it. First, I would like to start that I really do believe that technology is a huge asset in education. There are so many resources now that do help and aid in teaching. Um, technology not only has a huge impact on education, but on how children are being raised, how people think, and how people communicate. As a teacher, I want to ensure that my students are using technology correctly and are also aware of both the benefits and the negatives of technology. We as educators should also model and teach how to commute effectively through technology. As I was researching this topic, I came across Mark Penske's article. He said, to create effective 21st century learning, it is not just our tools that need to change, it is our thinking. We need to integrate technology in a matter that not only allows students to do old things, such as writing and research in new ways, but far more importantly, also enables our students to do new things in new ways and to get a better or different and better education because of technology. So I believe that technology should be an asset, but not the main way of teaching. As stated in an article by Thomas Reeves, in this approach, students are expected to learn from computers which have been cast in a role of a surrogate instructor. An alternative approach involves using computers as cognitive tools that learn with in a cognitive partnership. I completely agree with this and I do believe that as times progress more and more people are becoming more reliant on technology because it's typically the easier way, the quick fix, or just because humans like instant gratification. I'm also a little bit old school in the fact that I teach Montessori, so I believe in the hands-on approach, but I do integrate technology into my classroom, and I do teach my children accordingly with technology. Um, technology also can do this uh, and be adaptive, but technology is if, if technology is the sole provider in education, students are missing out on the nurturing and caring aspect of a teacher. So I really don't think that technology should be the main provider of learning. We should learn with them, not just from technology. Um, going back to the instant gratification, this also connects to Mary Beadle's article when she talks about the technology and says, the third stage of cultural development is a technology. The United States reached this stage in the 19th century based on successes of the 19th century capitalists. Convenience, comfort, and speed are valued. Old sources of belief, church, school, family are diminished. Also later in her article, she discusses the role of media in our society, and then she quotes Neil Postman when he suggests that culture has surrendered to mass media, and then he describes when, how, and why technology became a dangerous way of enemy of culture. That is when society became a technology. A technology is when a society has surrendered to technology, information, and science. So in other words, they are just saying that the United States is a technology, and might I add, she said um, the only one, because everything revolves around technology, information, and science. Later on in this article, there's talk about different examples of how mass media has influenced society, and here is a quote from it. 
So it seems there is evidence that obtaining information through the technology of mass media influences perceptions of reality, reality sorry, and therefore influences face-to-face communication. So mass media is changing our perceptions of the world and cultures. Also changes how we communicate with one another. Um, to piggyback off of that, another quote from Mary Beadle is as follows. Postman describes the effects of technology on a key area that affects communication, perception. He says that in a technology, technologies create the ways people perceive reality and limit creative thought. How does mass communication fit into a technology that values information? Postman does not specifically discuss mass communication, but communication is how information is shared, and in a 20th century, the means used in global environment is highly dependent on mass media communication systems. Um, again, as I was researching, I came across um, another article, How Tech Created a Global Village by Nicholas Carr, and he says, put, um, put us at each other's throats, quoted that Mark Zuckerberg thinks the opposite. People sharing more, the young entrepreneur wrote, creates a more open culture and leads to a better understanding of the lives and perspectives of others. So this is opposite of how Postman and Mary Beadle's article felt about mass communication. Zuckerberg feels like social media will allow people to learn more about others and their cultures. Um, in my opinion, I feel like social media or just media in general can misconstrue information and focus a lot on people's emotions instead of facts, that it does create preconceived notions about others and cultures. So I also, to an extent, believe that technology has impacted communication negatively. Yes, cell phones, texting, FaceTiming, emailing, and all those other ways of communication are fantastic, but we have slowly dwindled. Um, Everything now can be done online, via text, where you don't even need to go um, see or talk to people in person. I mean, is this how life is becoming? No social interactions? People do not know how to handle conflict in person and will often feel very ballsy on social media since it is in person. So I do feel like face-to-face communication is still very important. Um, And I feel like it is starting to go down a little bit since all this technology and it keeps getting more and more advanced. All right, so enough on that bandwagon because I can literally talk about communication skills and how technology has impacted them greatly all day. So I'm going to incorporate a little break. So my next point is out of Reeves' article when they quoted Lewis Perlman's book, Schools Out, which says, The same technology that is transforming work offers new learning systems to solve the problems it creates. In the wake of HL revolution, the technology called school and the social institution commonly thought as education will be obsolete and ultimately extinct as dinosaurs. So... To be honest, I really never thought of it this way, but I can totally see what he's saying. To piggyback off of this, I researched and I came across a book called Rethinking Education in the Age of Technology, where Alan Collins and Richard Halverson were talking about stories of how individuals 
went somewhere with their lives because of technology. So one was about, you know, just getting, being able to get your master's online. You don't actually have to go to college to receive your education. We also talk about one kid dropping out of high school to pursue accreditations for Microsoft and Cisco to pursue his dreams of being a computer programmer. Another kid decided he wanted to pursue his interest in making anime music and joined a learning group to learn and create them. Um, another long quote from Collins and Haverson is that people around the world are taking their education out of school into homes, libraries, cafes, and workplaces where they can decide what they want to learn, when they want to learn, and how they want to learn. These stories challenge our traditional model of education as learning in classrooms. These new learning niches use technologies to enable people of all ages to pursue learning on their own terms. At the same time, public schools in America are facing a crisis. The public is demanding higher standards from K-12 schools with policies that limit the variety of learning opportunities. Many communities are less willing to raise taxes for schools because of smaller proportion of households have children of school age. Children raised on new t media technologies are less patient with filling out worksheets and listening to lectures, which I totally agree on, by the way. <laughs> um, parents worry about peer culture where cheating, bullying, and sexting are rampant, where media market glorifies adolescent celebrities, and where school learning is belittled. On top of these problems, the best teachers are leaving high poverty schools that need them most because they earn more money and respect in other districts or even leave to go to other occupations. So I agree with a lot of things in that very long quote I just read. Um, I also used to work in a very high poverty district and the year I left, a lot of teachers also left because we didn't feel the support. Um, I do feel like those are areas that need really good teachers, but it's hard when you don't have support and you're not getting paid much money for all the things that you are doing. Um, teaching in general is very hard and to add all this other stress onto it doesn't make it any easier. I also really agree to an extent with what they're saying along with Perlman back in the other quote I was talking about, about how education may become obsolete. People now have many more resources at their fingertips to do what they want to do. I think schools need to go with these 21st century learners need. Um, going back to what I said earlier about instant gratification these days and with each generation, that need for instant gratification seems to be increasing. Even from students' parents being able to contact you through cell phones or other messaging apps, they expect a reply quickly. Um, in my classroom, and I bet everyone can agree with this, uh, kids want answers now, not have to wait for them. So much has changed and the needs are so much more different than they used to be. Even when I was in school, which was in the 90s, not that long ago, it has changed significantly. In fact, as I was researching, I also came across this article by Catherine Murphy and she was talking about the effects of technology on students. Now she was mainly talking about um, some of the physical problems like texting some, um, I think it was texting neck when because you're, you're looking down so much, but she was also talking about um, mental health. Um, one quote by her, she said, as information expands, attention span, spans decrease. A study comparing students in Singapore and the United States showed that Singaporean students spent an average of one hour to 
solve an advanced math problem, whereas American students spent only a total of 34 seconds before giving up on it. The speed of technology may be decreasing the skills of waiting or frustration tolerance when things don't go as planned. Okay, if this does not show how much our nation relies on technology and instant gratification, I do not know what will. I see this in my classroom all the time. Even if there's just a little struggle, most are so quick to shut down or give up or want me just to give them the answer. Can't tell you the many times that I'm like, Miss Griffey, I don't even know what to do, and they haven't even looked at the directions. I mean, we do need to promote a little bit more thinking in our classrooms. Um, in fact, when we were talking about or researching those videos at the very beginning of this course, um, one of the topics you wanted to research was um, math in the classroom or how to teach math. And I came across this video that says that we should promote the struggle. Um, Dan Finkel, he was off of a TED Talk, said, if I rushed you an answer, I would have robbed you of the opportunity to learn. Thinking only happens when we have time to struggle. A lot of technology, I feel like, robs us of this opportunity. He was talking about um, this math problem he had up there. He wanted people to think about it as he was presenting. Um, if you do give an answer really quickly, it doesn't allow you to think and does not promote um, learning. Um, times are changing. Technology is changing. So I also believe that education needs to change and adapt to meet these goals. Regardless, I still think technology should be used as an asset and not the whole means of education. Another key point I got from the Thomas Reeves article was when he quotes Lawrence Baines, Technology can make learning more fun, easier, and cleaner, but noted no data supports the conclusion that technology causes gains in the student's achievement. Um, it is given that technology has greatly improved over the years and will continue to do so, and needs need to be met as more inventions are created to make life easier. To me, it's really crazy to think that just a little over a decade ago, I got my first texting cell phone. Now look at the devices we have. Um, looking back, I don't think many actually want to look back just only to see how far we've come. Um, another quote from one of the first videos we watched about the history of education. Formal education eventually developed. Education and the processes involved in it have seen a lot of changes all throughout history. As societies develop, the means for education and instructional technologies also develop. That's for Fernando Arndane. I think I said that correctly. Um, in prehistoric times, they used cave paintings and other means for education and just communication in general. Um, that was the invention, some of the inventions, putting in air quotes back then. They saw a need and they created something to help with that need. Now in my classroom, I have iPads or laptops for each child, smart board, different learning apps on these iPads, different ways to communicate with parents and children, and so much more. And I know this is only the beginning. Um, so in conclusion, I do believe that technology is an asset to life and education, but it should be used with learning and not just what we learn from. I do believe that technology, when overused negatively and used without some sort of education on it, can make the traditional education system seem less important, especially now when so many children are doing virtual learning because of our circumstances with COVID-19. Um, I really, actually, I had a coworker come up to me the other day saying, you know, what if technology takes our jobs? 
that is a very scary thought to me. And I, I never really thought about it that way, but so many kids and parents, especially, I mean, given our circumstances are choosing virtual, but I feel like without educators and leaders, technology is just not substantial by itself. Teachers and educators, we provide a level um, of education and nurturing that technology cannot provide. Um, but I really do feel like teachers should be informed on how to effectively use technology in the classroom. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed some of my thoughts about how technology and mass media influence our education and our world in general. Hope you guys have a great day. Bye. Thank you.